you guys. Welcome to Education Beyond the Classroom. I'm your host, Allison Schaefer. It has been a while, and I apologize. Summer takes me on multiple adventures, takes me away from my structured routine, and I will do better at that. So I do apologize for that. Today's episode, we are going down the pornography path, something that people do not like to talk about. People have conflicting views on the topic, so I personally hope to shine some light on this so you understand the possible damages that pornography can do. A lot of my information comes from the book called In Our Backyard, and it's by Nita Bells, and she is a crusader for anti-human trafficking and has worked in a broad scope of venues. She calls for action against human trafficking based on the truth that every human life is of equal and enormous value. I love that. Every human life is of equal and enormous value. So I'd like to kick off with a quote that was in the book from Shared Hope International. Listen up. Simultaneously, in a culture that takes pride in women's rights and professional achievements, females are commonly portrayed as sexual commodities. Isn't that interesting? Let that sink in a little bit, and I'm going to move on to a statement by Katherine McKinnon. She's a professor at Harvard Law School that says, Consuming pornography is an experience of bought sex. In a very literal way, pornography is advertising for trafficking, not just in general, but also in the sense that traffickers and pimps use pornographic images of victim as specific advertising for their products. Now, most of you know that I am a huge, huge advocate against human trafficking. So this ties in beautifully with human trafficking, the pornography and the human trafficking. So let's go ahead and dig in to the porn world. On a side note, I did do a porn series earlier in my podcast, so you'll have to go back and check that out because I dive deep into the effects of pornography. So Catherine McKinnon states, porn can create an addictive hunger, just like drug addiction that leads to a distortion of sexuality. She says, let me explain. As a person continuously views porn, they expect sexual gratification on demand. But it it has a psychological addictive nature that potentially drives a person to a more escalating content and violent content to create the same high. Does that sound familiar? Yes. Drugs. Drug addiction. I always share this information, I'm interjecting again, to teach, to educate, to raise awareness about all these different hot topics. But I want you to always understand that there is hope. And hope lies in you being a voice, me being a voice and sharing your thoughts, and having hard conversations about some of these topics. So back to porn. I am not saying that everyone who views porn, male, female, um, is 
addicted. Not everybody that views porn is addictive. Here's what Melissa Farley says about um, viewing porn, that it's actually man's rehearsal to prostitution. Man's rehearsal to prostitution. So M Melissa Farley is a nonprofit prostitution and education director. So she's pretty well qualified. And she's done a lot of research on this. Again, I'm going to say that men and all men and um, women who go down the path of porn become addicted and need that higher high, so to speak. And I'm going to share what that is. So um, there's definitely, though, clear evidence that defendants that were arrested for buying prostitutes have previously and regularly viewed porn, as stated by Catherine McKinnon. So I had to throw that in there. I want to give her credit. So defendants who are arrested for prostitution, for buying prostitutes, have previously and regularly viewed porn. The online sensationalism of porn, this is where I like, well, I'm always passionate about it, but when I was teaching teenagers, I always wanted to keep them safe and raise awareness and tell them about all the evils in the world and that they can be protective. But the online world of porn is becoming sex addiction, or I'm sorry, sex education for our kids. And check this out, you guys. 90% of 8 to 16-year-olds viewed porn while they were doing homework. 90 percent. That's an astronomical amount to know that, hey, you know, if you're an adult right now and you have a child who's in that age bracket going, huh, they viewed porn. My advice is always talk, communicate, converse about it so they know. And I know there's always pop-up ads at home that occur. Schools are pretty well protected, but pop, I think they are. And if, if you're a high school kid, you can be laughing at me because sometimes they would hack in and figure things out. But my point being that all of a sudden kids, I know that even kids in the five-year-old bracket or five-year-old age range have viewed pornography and there's a potential to get addicted to it. Potential to get addicted to it as well as opening their eyes to something that isn't real. It is not real. It's fake. The pornography. It's not how you have a relationship. That's not what the sex is about. That's just my little personal opinion. So parents are hopping on board, and some parents might not know. So this is up to you, people. Be that voice. Parents are taking charge and helping their kids. So some parents are actually putting in the, the computer in a common area in the home so they can monitor what's going on. Some parents ha are getting their kids um, passwords so they're able to jump on their laptop or computer at any time randomly and check on things. And that those are things that hopefully will help stave off the pornography. Now, I know. There's going to be those that those people who are like, really? That's invasion of my privacy. Tell you what, here's a scoop. If you're living in my home, I will have access. I will know 
what's going on. Because sometimes, God forbid, some of those things that you're viewing can actually cause harm to the entire family. And I'll just leave it at that. I want you to think about that. And you can play out a scenario in your head. Think about that. Okay, I believe in actually monitoring and knowing what's going on. But I also believe in good conversations and hearty conversations about tough topics. So like sex trafficking, pornography, just like sex trafficking, the pornography actually preys on the vulnerable and the unsuspecting. Historically, though, you guys, porn actors or actresses were glorified. So some people think, hey, yeah, this is going to be great and everything. And so that's why we get a um, an unrealistic view of pornography. Uh, Hugh Hefner, Hugh Hefner and his Playboy house. And it's just not real. Yes, for him, he's a multimillionaire. But if you ask some of the girls who were in that world, no, it was not a healthy environment. Let me share a statement from um, Jersey Jackson, who she used to be a porn star. She said she describes porn as a horrific experience where you're a number. You're bruised. You have black eyes. You get hurt. Encounter repeated sexual abuse. And the porn industry, they don't care about you as a person. They look at you as a commodity. And it's actually about the almighty dollar. It always comes down to that almighty dollar. So I know I kind of bopped around, but I want you to know that sometimes it used to be glorified and maybe that's why it was carried on as something that's great. And, oh, this is cool, porn stars. It's changed, people. It has changed. I'm going to share this with you. It is on the rise. Porn is on the rise and it's violent. It is violent. And violent porn sells so sexually abusing someone, um, beating them on camera, those are things that people gravitate towards, which is really sad. We need to end or stop this. We need to have a healthier environment. So the individuals in the films <clears throat> are sexually exploited. Some of them, sure, they, they, they are choosing to do that, but then they become sexually exploited in so many ways. And they're like, wow, I just, uh, uh, let's say a porn star, all of a sudden you're, they're in the middle of a shoot and all of a sudden they realize, yeah, what did I just get myself into? Thinking, oh, I got this really great body. I can make lots of money. And then, bam, turns out to be a, an ex exploitation and abusive situation. So, <clears throat> in excuse me. The porn industry, there's a whole genre called gonzo pornography, and it's body-punishing sex. Body-punishing sex, and it's a, a woman's body is used and abused to near-death end. That, my friends, is something I, I have a, a very challenging, very hard time to wrap my brain around that. Every time I read it, I go, what? We need to change. We need to lead, build a healthier environment. 
And that starts with us. How? Well, you're a voice. You can share what you heard. Share with people. And how pornography can actually skew a person's image or vision of a relationship. Okay? So ask yourself <clears throat> about the healthy environment. And does it seem healthy in the porn industry? I know people will say, hey, it's been around for years and years and stuff. Well, it's different now. It's different. I haven't seen it, but I know it from all this, the research that I'm doing. It has become extremely violent. Do you want your kids, your grandkids, to be exposed to that? That unhealthiness? The thing is, we can come together. And we just need to spread the word about this possible gateway drug to sex trafficking. And it's called pornography. And we don't want to go down that path. All right, you guys, hope you enjoyed the episode. Remember, keep on learning because really, learning truly is the essence of life. And take care of yourself. You only have one life, one time through, so you got to make it count. Have a great day. Peace out. Bye-bye.